1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Brad Spielberger, our buddy for Pro Football Focus, is joining us right now on the Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service. Pittsburgh trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Brad, I hear you weren't on last week. Are you scared of Pittsburghers now because of that Miles Garrett (laughs) decision to win Defensive Player of the Year?
0: No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, hey, that was, you know, uh, as far as I'm aware, there's not a single employee of the uh, you know company that will not be named that votes for that award. But uh, no, that was because it was 5 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, my apologies for oh, yeah. having the foresight to say, hey, I'm not going to be available um, at 5 a.m. Pacific, which I, I was not.
1: It's all good. We used to have a system where I would text you, and then we just don't do that anymore. I just assume you're going to be here, and if not, it's no big deal, buddy. But I'm happy we have you today, because I also wanted to ask you, and we'll get to the Garrett thing here at the end of the conversation, but I saw that Brock Purdy graded out higher than Patrick Mahomes in Super Bowl 58. What do you make of that?
0: Yeah, it's, it's really just because of the interception. Um, you know, look, we, we obviously will touch on the grading system and all that, I guess. this is one of those shows, but, uh, you know, I think one thing that, that maybe <laughs> – um, you know, at times can, can skew things, maybe a, a little bit too far, depending on a certain situation, is a a strong negative play like that. And look, that was a horrific throw by Patrick Mahomes. There's no denying that. Um, you know, can, can kind of overshadow a lot of positives, even if he was stacking a lot of good plays. You know, Purdy didn't really make any mistakes. Um, I don't think Purdy really elevated a lot in that game. Like, I don't think he had any, you know, wow throws or maybe or, uh, had one big-time throw. I have a actually looked at as, individual grade but um you know he made a couple nice plays but yeah it's just the, the interception was probably a minus one and a half maybe even a minus two because it was just a a brutal brutal play
1: what do you think Justin Fields has uh, can he grow into a really good player in the NFL because Adam Schefter says Mike Tomlin loves him and so we in Pittsburgh some of us have been pining for the Steelers to make a deal for the Chicago quarterback
0: Yeah. I mean, I saw that. I think it's interesting. I, so look, he has all the talent in the world. He is a phenomenal deep ball thrower, uh, you know, touch with accuracy uh, with with a cannon for an arm, you know, as well. Uh, He is of course, you know, maybe the best athlete at the position in the entire NFL. And I'm saying that including the Lamar Jackson's and Josh Allen's of the world. I I think he's better than, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's look, I'm, I'm, I'm a Chicago guy. He's a, a freak freak athlete. So, I think he can develop. You know, I think you still saw um, in his first two years what he had around him was just not fair. right? And he's playing with probably the worst collective rosters in the NFL his first two seasons. Then you get him a DJ Moore, um, and DJ Moore puts up 1,500 yards and you know 10 touchdowns. So there is still you know some concern of you know down to down accuracy over the intermediate parts of the field. Um, can he see it and get the ball out quickly? Things like that. But. I think it could be tapped into he just you know had a terrible situation, changing in coordinators, all of these things. Um I I yeah, the upside is still there.
1: What uh when you when you
0: look at Justin Fields, I think the thing that most people here would want to know is wh- why are the Bears ready to give up on him? Yeah, and it's certainly a fair question. And I would say this, like there is an element of just the business of football and the financial aspect of contracts where they have the first overall pick and they have a quarterback that is due his fifth year option this offseason. So has he shown progress? Yes. But are they going to say, you know what, we can reset the rookie contract window or we can give this guy, you know, $22 million fully guaranteed for 2025. And we still have some question marks about his game. So that's what it comes down to. I can tell you this for a fact, and it's from talking to people in the building. He's the most beloved player in the whole on the whole building. So there's no wow. issue with like who he is as a person, um, his work ethic. His intangibles are legitimately a hundred out of a hundred. They are first rate. Um every single person would tell you that. It's really just, you know, that they would like to have seen a little bit more growth from him to this point. And
1: they got a gift,
0: right? If Carolina was giving them the fifth overall pick instead of the first, I think they'd say, Okay. We'll take a wide receiver. Maybe we'll take a tackle, and we'll try to figure it out with Justin Fields. It's just kind of, you know, the stars aligned, and it's a good quarterback draft class, uh, and they just feel like they can't turn down the number one overall pick two years in a row now.
1: Brad Spielberger joining us here on the Fan Morning Show. The other guy that's kind of been connected to the Steelers, Adam Schefter said, was Russell Wilson. And I know Peter King has been on with our midday guys, and he really seems convinced that Russell Wilson could be a Pittsburgh Steeler. What would the Steelers be getting in Russell Wilson at this age?
0: That's interesting. I don't really understand that one. Like, I would just go the Ryan Tannehill route for familiarity if I was going to go with a you know, 35, 36-year-old wow. quarterback. Um, look, I mean, Wilson's not terrible. Like, yeah, He had a bounce back year in some ways this season. He still is a guy where you want to run the ball a bunch and then set up play action so he can take deep shots. He does still throw a pretty deep ball. Um, like him and, him and George Pickens would have a good connection. We saw it with Cortland Sutton this past year where – Outside the numbers, he can throw a very, very accurate deep ball. um, But he still just takes too many sacks, holds on to the ball too long, does not attack the middle of the field. Yeah, I I get the connection because, you know, Steelers need a quarterback and Wilson will be available. I think he'll be fairly cheap as well. I'm sure there's a respect level there. Um, You know, just two teams that have been in the playoffs every year for – the last fifteen years in Seattle and Pittsburgh, but if I'm Pittsburgh I I go a different direction there Brad,
1: are you uh is that Vegas I hear on your voice there? Is that what's uh, happening?
0: That is that is unfortunately <laughs> what you're hearing, Yeah, uh, Love it. So you, you you look at the Steelers quarterback situation with Kenny Pickett and I'm sure you evaluated him all year long, whenever he played. Um is he good enough? Do you see enough of the numbers that you guys evaluate quarterbacks with that Suggest that if they can't get any of these other guys, they still have a chance to win with Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I mean, so he, he's interesting. Where for, for our grading system, and it goes back to the original question, uh, he doesn't make mistakes, so, which is great, right? It's always good to, to avoid the negatives. Um, the issue with him is, you know, his touchdown rate is one of the lowest in NFL history through two seasons. Like, he doesn't really push the ball. And, you know, could, could a lot of that be Matt Canada's fault? Of course. Um, we see a, a very small sample size of play action with him, but then he's actually pretty successful when he does it. It's just a very, very small uh, you know, sample of plays. Uh, they don't throw over the middle of the field, and I think he can see the full field and probably go through a progression, and he has a pretty quick release. So you'd imagine a lot of things that he can do um, they just haven't done yet. But let's say this. I'm not surprised that we're talking about who they're going to bring in as competition, and I think it would be a letdown to not have someone come in and look, maybe Kenny still wins the competition, but to bring in a legitimate, bona fide competitor and say, hey, let the best man win. We're going to go through you know the off season and see who can win this battle. Um, you know, I just think there's too many good veterans across this roster, uh, and this is a winning football team right now, that if you did add, you know, an, an upgraded quarterback, we're talking about, you know, forget making the playoffs. I know this is what Steelers fans want to see, but upgrade quarterback, maybe you win a playoff game or two.
1: If you take quarterback out of the equation, do you like the Steelers roster or the Chiefs roster better?
0: That's an interesting question. Um, I mean, going into free agency, you know, Chris Jones and Legarius Sneed are are obviously probably the two best defensive players on Kansas City. So that is interesting because if they lose those guys, you know, or lose one of them, then then it swings kind of in favor of Pittsburgh. They do have, though, you know, they're both top ten defenses in the NFL, probably both top five, you know, when healthy. Um, And then Kansas City is the youngest in the NFL as well this season. So – it's close. it is close. It is close at removing quarterback. It's pretty close because receiver is a gigantic you know advantage for Pittsburgh. Um, you know, obviously Pat Frymuth is not Travis Kelsey, but Kelsey is also going to be thirty-four years old next year. I want to say so. Outside of quarterback, they're they're pretty comparable. The tackle play in, in Kansas City was just as bad as the tackle play in Pittsburgh this past year. Um, you know, their interior is better, but I like Pittsburgh's interior. So I don't know. Roundabout, long answer, short. They're both very good non-quarterback rosters it's kind of you know it comes down to preference at a couple spots
1: last thing here for you brad did the voters get it right miles garrett defensive player of the year award winner yeah i mean i think you know michael
0: parsons talked on a little bit he may have gone a little bit too far in what he was saying but you know i think look 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 at the super bowl i mean chris jones did not have a sack i don't know if you recorded a you know a pass rushing stat and he's the reason why Brock Purdy airmailed the ball to Debo Samuel, who's wide open in the end zone. He's the reason why uh, he couldn't uh, convert a third down uh, late in the game. Like, it's just it's, – it's, it's the brand of football we're in. I love T.J. Watt. He's a clear-cut top five uh, defensive player. You'll love this, by the way. I'll, I'll throw this in there from Vegas. I don't think it was intentional, but we all found it hilarious. T.J. Watt was walking around Radio Row, and he happened to throw some of his trash into our trash can. Uh, I don't even think we didn't even have a PFF sign on the table, (laughs) Uh, but but we, we decided that he knew and he was like, yeah, I'm just going to leave my trash Uh, to this trash organization. Uh, It's probably completely unintentional. You know who would have thrown that
1: away better? Miles Garrett.
0: You would have. Oh, he would have. Yeah, you're right. He would have slammed it right down there in the trash can. He He would have scored higher
1: for throwing his trash in the garbage.
0: It would have been better for him. No, you're right. You're right.
1: Brad, you're the man. Thanks for coming on with us, buddy. Get some uh, get some tea. Get a lozenge, maybe. Yeah, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Take care, buddy. That's Brad Spielberger for PFF. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.